Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless.
morning you'll find me touring that city with the sun God in the light. Oh, you'll find me there on the streets so pretty, made of gold so pure and so pure and so bright. With Jesus, the one who gave me the victory, who led me across the divide. Some morning you'll find me touring that city. We're with him, I will ever abide. Many times I have wondered about the sights of that city and all that my eyes shall behold. I will see all the wonders when I enter that city that will never be safe in his Some morning you'll find me touring that city with the sun of God in the gold so pure and so bright with jesus the one who gave me the victory who led me across the divide some morning you'll find me touring that city where with him i will ever abide here on earth we have trouble that to us seems so heavy but in heaven no one will be Mom and Dad will be singing, heaven's praise will be ringing for the dearest friend I've ever had. Some morning you'll find me touring that city where the Son of God is alive. You'll find me there on the street so pretty, made of gold, so pure and so bright, with Jesus the one who gave me the victory who led me across the divide some morning you'll find me touring that city where with him i will ever abide oh worship the lord church and we are going to lift our voices and our hearts together in richlands tabernacle and pray for revival in america would you do that with me, our Father, in the blessed name of Jesus? Oh, God, Lord, we don't know how to pray as we ought, but we do understand and know that there needs to be a change take place in America. We need revival in a mighty way, oh, God. Oh, Jesus, please, please, undergird, undergird, undergird for this nation, undergird for our people, oh, God. Touch us, Lord. Oh, God. Lord, rebuke and destroy all darkness and evil. Let light and truth arise in our souls, in our hearts, and across this land. We'll praise you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Tex Sawyer's pastor's up the street here. Uh, he has invited us. I've spoken there several years. And uh, uh, at his... Um, National Day of Prayer event, and uh, we went today, and the guest speaker was uh, Senator Travis Hackworth. Doesn't that sound wonderful? In and of itself, uh, to have uh, a Brother Travis to speak, and, and, and they, they videoed it, and uh, I'm sure you can still pull it up. He did a marvelous job, and uh, he told about that his dad drove a coal truck for his uncle, and the, the, you remember uh, Brother Ralph always put uh, truly God is good on, on the front of his truck. But uh, his uncle had prayer changes things on his truck. And he preached about prayer changes things. And it was wonderful. And he told about his mother, the Avon lady, come and knocked on her door when they lived there on Chicken Ridge. And, uh, and so uh, uh, she... Uh, could hear something and she got to listening closely and she could hear Sister Creedy in there praying and she said well she had some other deliveries to make and she went all the way to Whitewood and all around and, and come back and she walked up on the porch and Sister Creedy was still praying she stood there a long time and listened to her and she said well I'll just go you know and, and uh, but he's talking about that 
His mother was diagnosed with cancer, and, uh, and the Lord healed her. And I, I know, I know that God is able. He is able to do exactly what we need. Amen. If you will turn with us to 2 Chronicles 15, and the Bible tells us there in verse 1, Brother Joseph sung the national anthem there. He's been doing that for several years. He did a tremendous job on that today too. So, and uh, they have a wonderful dinner. They use real china. <laughs> they they go all out with the tablecloths and real china there, and uh, it was great. Amen. If you'll turn with us there to Second Chronicles 15, the Bible said in verse one, the Spirit of God came upon Azariah the son of Oded. Oh, I'm gonna tell you something. That's the most wonderful thing that can happen to any people for the Spirit of God to move upon the man of God. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, and I want you to understand, the Holy Ghost is speaking to every one of us here tonight. Hear what the Holy Ghost has got to say. Asa and all Benjamin and Judah, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But, oh, that conjunction, but. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Now for a long season Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. Oh, that's sad. They, they didn't have the true God. They didn't have a teaching priest, and they didn't have law. But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. So apparently because of their backsliding, it's the best way I can say it, uh, the Lord began to move in their behalf. And the Bible said in verse 5, And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. The Bible said nation was destroyed of nation and city of city, for God did vex them with all adversity. Lord have mercy. We, we have so much vexation and trouble in our land. People are killing. It's unreal. These mass killings and all these things. What is it? There's no peace. They have great vexations. And they're destroying one another. I forget how many hundred. They broke the record for number of shootings there in Chicago last year. And they're already about to break the record already again. I'm telling you what. We've got to have the Spirit of God and this, this great vexation, no peace, all this adversity, they were destroyed. And so the Bible said in verse 8, when Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Oded the prophet, he took courage and put away the abominable idols out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin and out of the cities which he had taken from Mount Ephraim. And the Bible said, and he renewed the altar of the Lord that was before the porch of the Lord. Hallelujah. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and the strangers with them out of Ephraim and Manasseh and out of Simeon. For they fell to him out of Israel in abundance when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. I want you to look here. There was a transformation in the nation and in their worship, and they, they renewed the altar of the Lord, and when they did that, they transformed to line up to God's Word. Hello, do you hear me? They transformed to line up to God's Word, and, and when they made that submission to God, it led to a national revival. Could it be that we could lead in this submission to God? And it would lead to a national revival. Exodus, the 23rd chapter. The Bible said in verse 20, Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey 
uh, his voice, provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. Verse 23, Exodus 23, 23. For mine angel shall go before thee and bring thee in. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice here the scripture that I read to you. He said, I'm sending my angel before you to keep you in the way, to bring you to the place that I have prepared. That's what we're going for, isn't it? Well, I want to tell you something. You can't get there just any way. Hello? I want to go to New York City. Well, head south on 81. After many days, you'll find out that you're a long, long way from there. There is a specific way that we must travel if we're going to go to heaven. Amen. And so, uh, beware of him and obey his voice and provoke him not. Amen. He's wanting to show us the way to the promised land. And so, he will not pardon your transgressions. And so, we've got to, to follow him. If the Lord would help me tonight, I want to preach on have it your way. Have it your way. In 1974, Burger King come out with the slogan, Have It Your Way. Amen. And, uh, and there was a, if you, you can pull it up, go to pull it up there and do a, a search there. And this is, the, this is how it says, hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, special orders, don't upset us. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. We can serve your broiled beef whopper. Fresh with everything on topper. Any way you think is proper, have it your way. Amen. Have it your way. Have it your way. Have it your way. Eat it. Burger King today. Amen. Oh, and, that was, and you should pull it up and look at that, that, that girl singing that. She's standing there. This young family walks in and makes their order. And, uh, and so they start asking if, if they can, you know, can I have the onions not on it, you know, and those different things are because the what it was, it Burger King was uh, was slamming and competing with McDonald's because when you went to McDonald's, they only fixed it one way, and if you didn't like it, that's tough, amen. And so they were they were uh, competing with them, and it 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 fits into the culture and the emphasis on pop culture on individuality and especially when self-expression and mass customization are critical cultural elements amen amen and the agency who come up with that ad was called the hook agency do you hear me the hook agency and and it their symbol was a fish hook in a circle and uh, this is and he's and they and they said, can you think of conceiving a strategy that would make your target customers perceive that they're having their way with your product? They're having their way with your product. And I'm going to tell you something. The devil's got a product he's trying to sell. And he's convincing people that they can have it their way. Listen to me. Listen. I want to talk to you just a little while. This is... This is, go look at that Burger King ad deal, and it said, and I was astonished when I really read this, and it said, you have the right to have what you want exactly when you want it, because on the menu of life, you are today's special, and tomorrow's, and the day after that, and well, you get the drift, yes, that's right, we may be the king but you, my friend, are the almighty ruler. I was so taken back by that. That's Look at that deal that they put out there. Amen. I, I, man. And so, but I want you to understand, the hook agency with their fish hook emblem has direct contact with Satan. Because that is exactly the spirit of this hour. Would you help me come on now? 
Amen. Listen. Listen to what they are saying. You have the right to have what you want exactly when you want it. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have the right to have what you want exactly when you want it. Because on the menu of life, you are today special. And tomorrow's and the day after that. And well, you get the drift. Yes, that's right. We may be the king, but you, my friend, are the almighty ruler. Oh, God. I'm telling you what, there is an almighty ruler in his name of Jehovah God. And we live and move and have our being in him. Amen. I want us to understand, you do, you are the ruler of your soul. You are the ruler of your life. You have a free will. We believe in the absolute free moral agency of every one of us. You made the choice tonight whether to come to church or not. Amen. And, uh, uh, you know, and I want to tell you something. You'll never hear me. If you can get here on time, I think you ought to. But I'm glad for those that came in since 8 o'clock. You understand? I'm glad you chose. Uh, amen. The devil said, well, you're tired, you're worn out, you're late, stay home. No! Come on to church. Come on. Come on to the house of God. You have a free will. You have a free moral agency. And you chose to come on to the house of God regardless of your situation. All right. Have it your way. But I want you to understand one thing. When you have it your way, you must pay at the end of the day. Hello? I said, when you have it your way, you must pay at the end of the day. I read this said, okay, dude, have it your way. Life's not a hamburger. Hello? Hello, dude? Amen. Have it your way. Life is not a hamburger. God's way is the good way. And living by his word is the good life. When you have it your way, life will eat your happiness. Amen. Are you listening? I said, when you have it your way, life will eat your happiness. Life isn't a Burger King. Amen. You can't have it your way. The joker said, have it your way and everybody loses their minds. And it's really true. Amen. Listen to me, folks. Amen. I want us to understand how important it is to let God have his way in our lives. All right? The Bible said in 1 Kings 8 and 35, When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin, when thou afflictest them, then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk, and give rain upon thy land which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. There is a good way that we can walk in. Amen. Oh, God. I, I, don't, I don't want to, to, uh, to be living under a bridge. How about you? Amen. That's not the good life, and that's not the good way. And sin leads to, to living under a bridge. Amen. Living out there destitute. Amen. But teach them the good way wherein they should walk. And the Bible said this in Second Chronicles 6 and 12. Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. I want to tell you something. I was so proud of Brother Travis today. As he stood there, the sheriff was there. The chief of police was there. Amen. And the different county officials and local officials of all kind. And he stood up and began to talk about his mother praying through and the Lord healing her and speaking those wonderful things of life. I'm telling you what, it made me know to know that there's a God who loves us. Amen. And, uh, and, and, uh, and uh, 
I was amazed and text said, I tell you what we I think we need to do. We need to pray for Brother Travis. And he asked everybody to stand and point their hands toward him and pray over him. I'm, I want to tell you what, the Spirit of the Lord was so real there. Amen. To know, let's have a man that will stand up and Travis begin to speak pro-life things. We're not going to stand for abortion. We're going to do those things. Oh, God, that is the good way. That is the good path. It is the path of life. And we want to do everything in our power to stand for the Word of God and righteousness in this hour. Oh, my. Amen. Oh, God. Amen. There was no peace. There was great vexation. They were destroyed one of another. They were having all kinds of adversity. But when they humbled themselves before God and said, God, we want your way instead of our way. Amen. And God gave revival. And I believe the same God that did that for them in 2 Chronicles 15 uh, is able to give revival to America when we will come and acknowledge Him. You know, have you been reading the, the Catholic bishops? And it's been a big controversy with them because Joe Biden is supposed to be a Catholic. Amen. And the Catholic Church is anti-abortion. And so it's a big thing with them. Are we going to give him communion or not? Amen. I, I hope they don't. I hope somebody with a backbone and say, hey, it is righteousness. Amen. And we do not believe in murdering of the unborn. That is the good way. That is the way of life. Amen. And so Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. And he said, verse 17, O Lord God of Israel, let thy word be verified. Verse 18, but will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? He absolutely will. Have respect, verse 19, to the prayer of thy servant, his supplication. Hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee. And when the heaven is shut up, and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, yet if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin, when thou dost afflict them, then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel, when thou hast taught them the good way. Oh, Lord, would your Holy Ghost move on some good godly person and teach our people the good way wherein they should walk and sin reign upon thy land which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. Oh, thanks be to God that we can walk and be taught in the good way. Amen. Brother Travis talked today about Bradford. Amen. When they, they, they you know, and I think it was that in uh, 1623, they, they nearly starved to death and froze to death. But by 1623, the Indians had taught them how to, to, to uh, farm and, and to do those things. And, uh, and, you know, they were doing good. And all of a sudden, in July of that year, there came a drought and there was no rain and the corn and all the crops were wilting and dying in Bradford amen went out and got down on his knees and picked up a handful of dirt and let that dry dirt run through his fingers amen and he was taught in the ways of the Lord and he began to pray and they said it was a clear day and not a cloud in the sky and he began to call out to God and beg God to send rain and to help them. He said, Lord, we will starve this winter if you don't come to us and give us crops. Amen. And they said that all of a sudden there was clouds moved in. There was no thunder, nothing, and just moved in. And there was the sweetest, softest rain begin to fall. And it changed. Oh, prayer changes things. And when we, when, when we allow the Spirit of God to transform our lives, let God through the Holy Ghost to speak to us and say, Lord, what pleases you? You remember 
Me and Brother Ralph preaching about uh, Jan Spaulding's dead and uh, 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 and oh, Brother Bud. He was such a man of prayer, such a man of eloquent prayer. And uh, and and when he took Alzheimer's, and he got down to the point that all he could say when we get down on his knees to pray, he'd say, "Lord, if it pleases you, it pleases me." <laughs> Hallelujah! You can say. Oh, poor old Bud's got Alzheimer's. Poor old Bud's got more sense than a lot of people with PhDs. You hear me? All the thing that is important when you get down on your knees and say, Lord, if it pleases you, it pleases me. And if we submit ourselves to say, Lord, whatever's in your word, I want to live it and do it and believe it. Hallelujah. And if your word is against it, I'm not going to do it no matter who says anything. Lord, if it pleases you, it pleases me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord, that you have taught them the good way, the good way wherein they should walk and send rain upon their land. And thou hast given thy people for an inheritance. America is our inheritance, and God has given it to us, and the devil's trying to destroy it. And we're not going to sit by and let it happen, are we? The Bible said in Jeremiah 6 and 16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand you in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And what are you going to do when you get to standing and seeing and asking for the old path? Wherein is the good way? Then the Bible said, And walk therein. And you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, listen what the Bible said there in Jeremiah 6 and 16. But they said, we will not walk therein. My Lord. Amen. i tell you what. Amen. Would you ask the Lord to deal with you tonight when you go home? Amen. You say, Lord, help me to stand in the way and see and ask for the old paths. Wherein is the good way? And Lord, help me to walk therein. And you shall find rest for your souls. Man, I, I, I talked to some people recently, and they, uh, more than one, and they're so troubled. They have so much heartache. They have so much, but they are failing, failing to follow the word of the Lord. Hello. When you fail to follow the word of the Lord, you are going to have trouble. Trouble, trouble. And they said, we will not walk therein, verse 17. And he said, also I set watchmen over you, saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. They will not walk therein, and they're not going to listen. They're not going to listen to anything anyone's going to tell them. I will tell you, you know what that is? This is a recipe for disaster. When you're... Family, when you fail to listen to the word of the Lord and live by the word of the Lord, we will not walk according to the word of the Lord. We are not going to listen to what the watchman has to say. We're not going to listen to anything the preacher's got to tell us. Amen. My Lord, the Bible said in Exodus 32 and 8, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. And I want you to listen to what Exodus 33 and 13 said. Moses said, if I found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way. Amen. Oh God, oh God, if we're going to get grace at all, we've got to ask God to show us the way that I may know thee, that I might, that I might find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said in verse 14 of Exodus 33, and he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. There is something about rest that goes with the presence of the Holy Ghost. I can remember, I can remember especially when I was a young Christian, when I was in college, and uh, uh, you know, I, got to, I got special permission from the dean. I was talking to Miss Opitz our, a few weeks ago when we were down at her house, and I said, I got special permission uh, and we were in revival at that time. Now listen to what I'm telling you. We were in revival. And, 
And so James would stay home and study. And I said, I'm not missing church for anything. And, and I had special permission to take 25 hours. 18 is a full load, and I was carried, and so they gave me permission to carry 25 hours. And I went, I'd been two quarters in the same classroom, same time, same day of the week uh, uh, for American history class. And so uh, the third quarter, I went in, and uh, the place was packed, and, uh, and they called out the row, and, uh, and they said, is there anybody's names on there? And I said, me. And so he added me, and when I come up, to the exams, I was about to go crazy because I couldn't keep up with it all. What I was doing, I was I wasn't supposed to be in that class because I was now carrying 28 hours. I didn't realize it, but I'm telling you what, I never, I never, I never made the dean's list, but I never failed any classes. Amen. Are you hearing me? You may not, you might not make the highest mark, but if you'll live for God, you will make it. And you will make it because God, my presence, shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. And there's been so many times, can you say with me, I've been so many times to church and walked in so tired I couldn't hardly stand up. But the Holy Ghost would come and you felt like a 16-year-old again. And you felt like you could run a race with a, with a, a champion horse. Hallelujah. You can run them down. Oh, God. Ooh, I'll never forget. I remember when Billy Dale got killed and, and we had his service on Sunday and, and when we got through burying him we come back to the dining room and we ate with the family it was church time and we walked into the church we were so downtrodden we were so overwhelmed with grief amen if anybody can remember that and we started singing and as soon as we started singing the power of the Holy Ghost fell and we had a glorious service I want to tell you something my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest oh there we went in amen when you when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I Christ Jesus is the rock of our strength the rock of our salvation you can have it your way if you want to but I say oh God help me to walk in your will in your way my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest and the Bible said in verse 15 Moses said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not hence. Not hence. Amen. You hear me? I want to tell you something. The most important thing that you can have is the presence of the Lord with you. And when you lose the presence of the Lord, you better go back and say, Uh-oh, I need to find... Amen. I need to find the presence of the Lord and the blessing of God and whatever it takes to get to that place where I can have the blessing of the Lord. I'm going to go back, backtrack there and go back to where the blessing of the Lord is. Have it your way. You deserve to do anything you want to. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Amen. When you have it your way. Life will eat up your happiness. It will eat up your strength. My God in the heavens. Amen. And so Moses said, Lord, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with me, don't. I'm not going. For when shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? Amen. Oh, God. Amen. Lord. Can you imagine trying to go home tonight without the Lord with you? Can you imagine? Any devil, anything that, can, uh, that you can imagine can happen to you before you can get home. Why, Lord, I'm telling you what, I wouldn't go out these doors at all tonight without the presence of the Lord with me. Amen. Amen. Go with me, Lord. Joshua 1 and 8, the Bible said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. And for when, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. That's what we want to... My goodness, do you, do you enjoy redoing stuff? You do it wrong and you got to tear it all out and redo it. And then you still didn't get it right and you got to tear it out and do it again. I remember 
I remember some people that used to come here to church many years ago. They started building a big house. Are you hearing me? They left the house of God. They started building a big house. And somebody come and stole their materials. All their building materials. You got to go back and buy them again. Amen. And uh, they had the catastrophes that happened to them. Brother Roger, you remember what I'm talking about? Amen. Three different times before they finally were able to build that house. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. Oh, God. Amen. Lord God. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. I want to go by the word of the Lord. I want to live by the will of God. I want to live according to the word of God. Amen. That the Lord will make my way prosperous. Amen. And thou shalt have good success. Amen. Oh, Lord. I don't want to do it over. I don't have time to do it over. Let's do it right the first time and let the Lord direct our paths and it'll be right. The Bible said in Acts 24 and 25, Paul reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come. And Felix trembled and answered, amen, to Paul and said, Paul, go thy way for this time. And when I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. Amen. I want to tell you something. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. This is the most convenient season you'll ever find. You'd better get a hold of God while you can. You'd better get a hold of God. Amen. Oh, Felix. Amen. Paul is talking to you of righteousness, temperance, and judgments. And Felix is trembling. The Holy Ghost is convicting him. And okay, Paul, just go away. Go away from me right now. And when I have a convenient season, I'll call for you. And the Bible does not record that Felix ever called for Paul again amen Lord God the Bible said in Nahum chapter 1 and I read this to some people and you listen to what I'm reading the Bible said in verse 2 God is jealous the Lord revengeth the Lord revengeth and is furious the Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and reserveth wrath for his enemies the Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord hath his way in the whirlwind, and in the storms, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea, and maketh it dry, and drieth up all the rivers. The mountains quake at him. The hills melt, the earth is burned at his presence. All that dwell therein, who can stand before his indignation, and who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire, and the rocks are thrown down by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. But listen what the Bible said here in verse 8. The Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows if you trust in him. Verse 8, but with an overrunning flood, he will make an utter end. Of the place thereof, and darkness shall pursue his enemies. Verse 9. What do you imagine against the Lord? He will make an utter end. Affliction shall not rise up the second time. Verse 10. For while they be folded together as thorns, and while they are drunken as drunkards, they shall be devoured as stubble, fully dry. Amen. God have mercy. If you don't settle down and quit your sinning, you listening to me? Amen. If you don't settle down and go out of the sinning business and say, Lord, what does your word require? What do you want from me? How am I supposed to live? Lord, will you help me? Amen. The only two times that the, the scriptures uses this phrase, he will make an utter end. Back to back in Nahum chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 9. Amen. The Lord said with an overrunning flood, he will make an utter end. He will make an utter end. Amen. My God. Amen. And there as drunkards, there as they are, drunken as drunkards, they shall be devoured. 
and stubble fully dry. My goodness. Have you ever, I've tried to burn brush pile in wintertime, green stuff. I mean, you can pour the oil on it. You can do all that you want to. We used to put tires in there, and it'll burn the, where that tire is, and that's about it. But I'll tell you something. You put all of those briars and thorns, and you put it all in there and keep stacking. Man, Dad showed me. He said, "Son, don't scatter your don't scatter your brush pile. Just keep stacking that higher and higher, and get on it and push it down, push it down. Keep stacking it higher. Keep on and that and just put you something heavy on there and make that press on down. And boy, when that thing is dry, and when you when you light the fire on that, when it is dry, I'm telling you what, all you gotta do is strike a match. Amen. And boy, and that will blaze and come up. Oh, God. And if you're not careful, and if you're not careful, amen, I want you to understand. You can have it your way if you want to. But, oh, God, amen, when you have it your way, you got to pay at the end of the day. You hearing me? Oh, God, amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right to go to Burger King and order uh, your hamburger the way you want it. That's not a problem, but I want to tell you something. You can't order God around. And you can't, can't change God's word. And we must live by the word of the Lord. Oh, God, amen. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen to what the God of heaven, this is God talking to Asa, and listen to what God did for him. And the Bible said, and he said, he, Asa had no war in those years because the Lord had given him rest. Come on to the music, if you will. And the Bible said, because we have sought the Lord our God, we have rest. He has given us rest on every side. Amen. So they built and prospered. Amen. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? Amen. Asa, amen. You're not going to have any war. You're not going to have trouble because God's giving you rest. When you give yourself to the Lord, God will give you rest. And because we've sought the Lord our God and we have sought Him, He has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Lord have mercy. Stand with me, please. Amen. Have it your way if you want to. But I will tell you what I want to do and say, God, fix it like you want it, Lord. It's all right with me. Amen. You remember Brother L.D. Moore singing that song? Any way you fix it, Lord, it's all right with me. Is it all right with you? Any, you know, we've got to have it our way. And we're mad at God if God doesn't let us have our way. Any way you fix it, Lord, it's all right with me. Fix it like you want it, Lord. It's all right with me. I know God dealt with me and I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. You better say, Lord, fix it like you want it. It's all right with me. Amen. I don't have to have my way. I don't have to have my way. I want the Lord's way. Hallelujah. Would you lift your hands and let's pray together and ask the Lord to deal with us around these altars. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that you would speak through our hearts and speak through our minds. Lord, that we would give ourselves unto you. Lord, 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 your way is the right way. Your way is the good way. We don't want our will and our way. We want to submit to your will and your word and your way. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Please deal with us. Please help us to submit to your word, to your will, to your truth, to your righteousness. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. In Jesus' name. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Deal with me first and foremost, Lord. That I would submit my heart and my mind, my life and soul unto you. And your word and your will would be utmost important in my life. Oh God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I remember Brother Ralph took that text many, many years ago. Amen. You got what you wanted and you lost what you had.
You hear me? You got what you wanted, and you lost what you had. You better be careful. You better be careful, amen, that you've got that, that, that thing that I've got to have it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Whatever I have to do, I'm going to get what I want to get. Oh, God, amen, amen. You remember that, brother, talking about that guy, married that woman because she could sing, and he woke up, and things wasn't like he thought she was. I won't go through all those things. That, amen. And he said, sing, baby, sing. Hallelujah. You're going to be singing. You're going to be the one singing, and you're going to be singing a sorrowful song because you have it your way instead of God's way. Come around these altars tonight. And let's seek the face of the Lord. Hallelujah. One glorious day, Jesus came and saved me all. He so completely did satisfy my soul. Now as I face life's untroubled stormy sea, I wonder if he did satisfy with me. I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. I want my life to be what he'd have it be. And when I come to that great eternity, eternity his mouth will say he is satisfied with me. I'm satisfied with God's great redemption plan. I'm satisfied it's sufficient for all men. I'm satisfied with work on Calvary. Work on Calvary. But is my Lord truly satisfied with me? I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. I want my life to be what he'd have it be. And when I come to that green eternity, his mouth will say he is satisfied with me. Lord, give me strength, give me courage, make me bold, that I might lead some lost sheep unto the fold, that I might stand unmoved for thee, that I satisfied with me oh, I want my Lord to be satisfied with me I want my life to be what it have in me and when I come to that great eternity it's my will say I want my Lord to be satisfied with me I want my life to be what he have it be. And when I come to that great eternity, if I will say he is satisfied with me, I'm satisfied with God's great redemption plan. I'm satisfied it's sufficient for all men. I'm satisfied with his work on Calvary. On Calvary. But if my Lord truly satisfied with me, oh, I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. I want my life to be what it have it be. And when I come to that great eternity, if I will say Lord, give me strength, give me courage, that I might lead some lost sheep unto the fold, that I might stand on the truth move for thee, that you might be fully satisfied with me. I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. I want my life to be what it have it be. And when I come to that great eternity, it's my will say he is satisfied.
satisfied with me. I will say he is satisfied with me. 